Welcome, friends, to Leadosophy. You're here with an open mind because that is the rule and not the exception. Today might be seen as a little follow-on to my last episode about leadership being a myth or not real. It's kind of like a spinoff, I guess. I really want to talk about the necessary function of a leader or the leadership position. Are leaders necessary? When might they be necessary? What context might a leader be necessary? And when do you not need a leader? What situations don't require for leadership? But then on the flip side, might leaders just organically bubble up and and become a thing? So this is a very reflective episode. I'm going to ask a lot of questions going into the weekend here. And that's really all it is. Uh, a lot of questions, maybe a little bit of analysis and, and some thoughts from leadosophy, and then we'll call it good. We're trying to deepen our understanding of leadership here, and we can do that reflectively, self-reflectively through the idea or the concept of critical thought and questioning. Hope you enjoy this episode. Here we go. Are you ready to permanently fuse leadership and philosophy? Then a word of caution, you are about to enter the fully abstract yet wholly concrete realm of leadosophy. Our ideas are not always so clear and distinct. To validate this proposition, we welcome the host of leadosophy, Tim Wood. All right, friends, welcome back. Before I dive into some reflective and self-reflective questions, I just realized I was wearing a shirt that might be a little bit of, might be a leadership nugget. This is actually a shirt, and if you can't see it, that's fine. If you're listening, if you're just listening, it's a shirt that says, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. And this is a shirt from my wife's high school, I believe. I can't remember. I think one of her high school friends gave her this shirt. Logansport High School, maybe, or Element, I don't know. You have to ask my wife. I have no idea. But fits good. I like the shirt and I like the message. Just realized it was kind of a leadership message. Be kind. If I stopped it right there, if I stopped this episode right there, I think this episode would be good enough. But leadosophy must plow through. We must move through some material here, some material of reflective importance and relevance. So let's do a thought experiment. Let's talk about, to any listener out there, any viewer, any watcher, if you are in a position of leadership right now, is your position of leadership necessary to your job, to your organization, to your community? What if it wasn't there? What if that position did not exist? Let's take it one step further. Let's assume that your position of leadership is necessary. You come to that conclusion. You can make that argument. Is it necessary that you are the one filling that position? Or could you just take any random person and and plug them into that spot and then the leadership position would, would continue on relatively unimpeded with a lot of controversy or conflict? The people beneath you and I say beneath in, in a metaphorical way. I know it sounds terrible. 
but the people that are under your, I guess, your guidance or leadership, if any person was in your position, would the people still flourish who are following? So what leadership qualities or characteristics do you bring to your leadership position that sets you apart, that makes your existence in that leadership position necessary vice somebody else? Right? So those are some sort of maybe some self-reflective questions. Help, help you deepen your understanding of how you understand what you do in a leadership role, your importance, your value, your worth. I think that's important as a leader. They must constantly do a, a self-check of your importance. I always use the, the great Paul Brown NFL football head coaching quote, we're all useful, but none of us are necessary. I like that. I think it tampen, tampers down the ego a little bit maybe devalues our, our worth or importance, which is not always a bad thing. If I was gone tomorrow, could someone else fulfill my role in leadership? I would like to think so. I would like to think that what I'm doing is not so vital, so important that someone else couldn't do it. So some questions here for this final, for this final Friday episode, this quick Friday leadosophy episode. When are leaders necessary? When are leaders not necessary. When is a leader vital for mission success? When are they not vital for mission success? When are leaders vital to a team project? Or if a team gets together organically, no one's identified as a leader, is that a good thing? Will the team be more successful? Not having a designated leader to report to, to receive guidance from, to worry about staying within the bounds of what the designated leader wants. Leadosophy is a fan of organic teams and organic leadership bubbling up without being told that you are the leader, that this person shall be your leader, you must obey this leader. I think those artificially created leadership situations may at times be less effective than the organic or natural situations where leadership emerges an emergent property of the team of the group when do leaders become a hindrance to mission success or the accomplishment of objectives when do they hinder the mission what characteristics or qualities of a leader and i'm thinking more qualities that are not desired so to speak when do, the, when do the leader's qualities or characteristics or traits or behaviors or actions hinder mission success? When are positions of leadership created because of mission creep and the bloat of bureaucracy? New positions that are deemed quote-unquote necessary call for the creation of new and quote-unquote necessary leadership positions. Is this a good thing? As an organization grows in size and scope, it becomes bloated. Maybe we start creating new positions that necessarily don't need to be there. And now we've created these positions. Now we need leaders to fulfill these positions. How effective will they be while created in a scenario of bloat, of unnecessary growth, possibly? When do leaders make followers better? When do they make the followers better? When do followers make the leaders better? 
or worse. Always think of a, a visual metaphor for, for leaders. I live on the Pacific Northwest coast of the United States. All along the, the coast of the, the West Coast, or there's just rocks dotting the, the coast all the way up and down, Washington, Oregon, California. The waves, the Pacific wave, Pacific Ocean waves come crashing in onto the, onto the shore, onto the rocks, along the cliffs. Are the followers the waves that are crashing upon the rocks? Altering the surface of the rock or the rocks? Altering potentially the essential core character of the rocks? Or are the leaders of the waves altering the surface, the core essence of the followers? Who are the rocks and who are the waves? It's an interesting, it's an inter- interesting thought metaphor, I guess you could call it. I like to think if I reflect on my time as a leader, I felt like I was changed and altered more by the followers than I feel like maybe I changed others and not that I was trying to change others or alter their character. But I, had, I felt like I was more impacted by others around me than I impacted others. So that's how I think about that. When are leaders respected and looked to for guidance? What conditions did the leader create or what environmental conditions did the leader foster to garner respect, to be looked upon for guidance? What if those leaders weren't around for guidance? Where would the followers turn to? Would someone else emerge? It's back to that organic emergence of a leader. Is it true that organic, situationally created leaders are usually more effective than the institutionalized leaders who may be installed artificially by the levers of the bureaucratic machinery? Again, leadosophy is really, really enjoys the organic leader that emerges. I've said that multiple times. Are leaders the most important factor on whether an organization succeeds or fails? A mission that succeeds or fails, a task that succeeds or fails, a project, even a person or a team. Are leaders or the positions of leadership, are they the most important factor for success or not success? I'll end with this. In the leader's absence, I believe, leadosophy believes that followers will find a new path. Followers will make a new path. But in the follower's absence, leadership has no path. That's how we're going to end on on Friday's quick leadosophy episode. Remember, leadosophy is about using the tools of philosophical thought to deepen our understanding of leadership, end of life, end of life. And remember, a message from Logansport school district or high school. I don't know if there's a high school shirt or not. In a world where you can be anything, be kind. That's the final leadosophy message. I thank Logansport High School for, for that little nugget. All right, thanks for watching. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Leadosophy. If you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button and check out leadosophy.com and learn more about Tim's ideas on philosophy and leadership. We'll see you next time.